Hi everyone! Welcome to another edition of Cracker Classics, a weekly podcast in which we take a classic movie, watch it, and uh, hopefully not regret the choices we have made. <laughs> My name is Ian. And I'm Joshua. We are two white guys who love watching old movies, but we don't love the classic crap that comes with it. Ugh, old people. Old people? <laughs> What does that mean? <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm going to say everyone in this movie we're going to watch today is dead. I believe so, yeah. Not old anymore. <laughs> All right, dead people. Dead people. <sighs> Fucking dead people. <laughs> there you go. Way to save that. Um. <laughs> we're a progressive show. <clears throat> We don't disparage the living, only the dead. Only the dead. <laughs> and the white people. Uh, yeah. yeah. Rough to a wonderful start for this, our 25th episode. Woo! It's our silver I anniversary. Can't believe we've stuck to it this long. I know. I, I usually give up and go away long before this point. Can't believe there hasn't been a petition to make a stop well nobody's so awful. if people started listening to us maybe i suppose we'll, we'll get yeah. a petition for 50 that's our goal well. <laughs> but we are going to uh potentially trash what is widely considered the greatest film of all time uh no i'm not gonna trash that, it i might well, we'll see i don't know never seen it i'm gonna give it some crap i've seen it before so okay. i have not yeah. This um, is a Citizen Kane, by the way. Yep. Uh, I remember liking it. I do mm -hmm. not remember thinking it's the greatest film of all time. Yeah, uh, fair <laughs> enough. Um, uh, That's my I big skeptical part. Quite stoned in those days, so I don't remember mm. terribly much. It was pretty. And capitalism bad. Oh. That, that, that's a big theme. How, how is it pretty, <laughs> just out of curiosity? Uh, it's just gorgeous. Oh. Like, the shots, the light, uh -huh. the, it, it just, it, it is beautiful. Uh -huh. If you're not down with the childhood memories or better than capitalism message of the whole thing, just watch it with the sound off and <laughs> you will be happy. It is gorgeous. Okay, well, that's a... Um, <laughs> something to look forward to. I'm... Even if the movie does suck, if it looks good, then, then I'm okay. That's something. It's like Stagecoach, yeah. you know. Uh... <laughs> wasn't a good movie, but it looked nice. It was pretty. Yeah. It sucked, though. Yeah. <laughs> See, I don't know a whole lot about this movie. I've, I know the Simpsons take on it, it's... which isn't all that true to the story i don't think it's mainly just rosebud oh. and it's mr burns and his teddy bear yeah bobo bobo yeah but what yeah. i know of this story it's more of the guy becomes wealthy through <clears throat> hard work and sacrifice and uh, the sweat of his brow and his own bootstraps but then uh, all of his riches corrupt him? Uh, I don't know about corrupt him. Okay. I mean, yeah, you gotta be corrupt to earn riches, pretty much. But mm. um, 
it's the idea that despite having made this big wonderful life like he's ultimately alone and longs for his sled that he had as a child Mm. spoiler alerts rosebud is the sled right i knew that (laughs) oh that's like the big mystery isn't it like you don't know what rosebud is until the end yeah exactly I, I, Um, i did know that but yeah my main reservation on this movie is that I know what it's loosely based on. Which is? William Randolph Hearst. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I don't have uh, high expectations for liking the main character. Nope. Or the story in itself. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Okay. Yeah, that's, uh, we shall see. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay um all right shall we see then yeah let's see what's (laughs) so greatest of all time about it we will be back for intermission impressions in just a minute (laughs) okay so uh um (laughs) the story has a different uh feel to it in the current political a little bit, yeah. A little bit. <laughs> Forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> we just stuffed that his campaign speech in front of the big... Yep. His big picture. Yeah. I vow to jail my political opponent. Well, his political opponent is one of the classic political bosses. I get that. It's supposed to be like the, the Tammany the Hall cartel, yeah, kind of thing. Absolutely, yeah. I, yeah, I get that. But he's still in front of a giant picture of himself. Yes. <laughs> yes. This is shaping up to be a little Fountainhead-esque. A little bit. Um, though, of course, this was before Ayn Rand, so I've, yeah. you kind of get the vibe that she's taken from this story a little bit. Yeah. Just sort of that uncompromising, I'm doing it my way... In nobody else's way. Yep. There's no... Yeah, there's no compromise. Nope. I don't know. (laughs) Um, It is a gorgeous film. You're absolutely right Absolutely beautiful. Yeah. But... I don't know about this story. Yeah. It's kind of that whole... (laughs) The good rich guy. The wonderful story of the philanthropist. And how he helps us. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I don't know. I'm becoming more of the opinion that Citizen Kane is like the Velvet Underground. (laughs) It's influential, but not necessarily... Great. Yeah. (laughs) Well... It's great to the people who it influenced, but to the general... In the grand scheme yeah, of things. Yeah. Like, what What did they say about the Velvet Underground? They sold 20,000 copies, but every everyone who bought a record started bad. bad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Except me. <laughs> I, I see that. Though I am a bit of a fan of the Velvet Underground. Oh, I, I mean... Mainly that first album. <laughs> After that, it gets a little weird. Yeah. But, yeah, it has that same vibe. I definitely see... The influence. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. 
because there's nothing like this before. Nothing. Yeah, the the setup of the story is definitely not what I thought it was going to be. <laughs> what do you mean? I've, I don't really know what to expect, but... I mean, I knew that he died and that there's the Rosebud mystery, but I didn't yeah. think that that was the whole story. Yeah, I know, right? I'm kind of like, <laughs> oh, it's all about the mystery of what this guy's dying words were. Yeah. Okay. It's Using that as the frame MacGuffin. to go over his life. Pure MacGuffin. Kind of. And it, it makes it weird because the whole movie starts with basically the cliff notes of his life. But then yeah. we go and like revisit everything throughout well, the main yeah, plot. We get the cliff notes and then we get the actual book. Yeah, it's, or actual story, you know. It's, I don't know, that, that newsreel just kind of... Maybe if it was MacGuffin. shorter or it something. sets up the MacGuffin. It's true. And it really, it's like they said though, like this is... The newsreel showed his life, but it didn't show the man. And now we're digging into the man as opposed to his life. We all know Biff Tannen, but who is the man? (laughs) Yeah, I'm definitely flashing on movies that have stole parts from this movie. You mean 90% of movies in existence? Yes. (laughs) In the most part, yes. Well, since 1941. Since the 40s, yeah. <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. I don't know. that. There's a glorifying of this man here that I don't know if I... Yeah. There's there's uh, things about him that I just don't like. Definitely, yeah. I mean, he I, even I says, if I hadn't been rich, I'd have been a great man. Yeah. He's kind of right about that. You know, he thinks he's helping everyone with the truth of the story or whatever, but then we watch him as he's not necessarily putting the truth out. He's sensationalizing. Yeah. Yellow journalism stuff. Yep. And then he, you know, goes on vacation to Italy and sends back 20 statues that he bought. Yeah. That cost how much, how many millions of dollars that maybe could have gone to the underfed and the underpaid. (laughs) (laughs) You know? Yeah. It's just... That classic political dichotomy of the, you know, the, the rich, well-to-do, liberal making the stump speech about helping the common person, but is doing it in an Armani suit. Yeah. You, you know. The suit that costs more than I make in a year. Mm-hmm. That he's going to wear twice and then relegate to the back of his closet. Anyway. <laughs> oh, can we go, can we unpack the whole beginning of his life and the um, do, do they sell the kid to the bank? Uh, kinda. Yeah. Kinda. Is <laughs> there collateral or there? I was a bit confused by that whole thing. Essentially, what it was was his mother specifically mm-hmm. was left a defunct gold mine that then proved rich. Yeah, it started paying out again. Started paying out again. And as a result of that, she bargained with the bank to take her son and raise him in wealth and privilege, which she could not provide. And it also got him, her son, away from his abusive father. Right. So it was. She was 
trying to provide her son a life of wealth and privilege. And sure, they were getting paid as a part of the deal, mm-hmm. but yeah. He would be better off. Yeah. That was what she was thinking. Okay. I think. I've, I just don't fully as, get As best why... I can tell. <laughs> okay. I guess I just don't understand why the bank was involved at all if, if it was her gold mine and it started making money again. Maybe she didn't own all of You've got to have money. someone to handle the money. That's true. Yeah, I know. Okay. It's... The whole scene just kind of weirded <laughs> me out of, okay, this is like Brewster's Millions and you're treating your kid like as an asset. Own. <laughs> uh, okay. Sort of. Yeah. They kind of drive the point home that it's the sled, though. Well, it's, it's a reference they're, they're here, very. Yeah. You see a sled there, and it's just knowing the knowing yeah. knowing the ending. I'm noticing. <laughs> <laughs> That's very intentional, of course. Well, I'm sure it is. Yeah, but it, it's one of those where you're supposed to reach the end and go, "Oh, whoa!" the whole time, and go watch it again and go, "Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, nice, oh yeah." <laughs> Oh, I had, I had thoughts on Xanadu. <laughs> no, I don't really know what, what to say about it except the hell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that's pretty much what there is to say about yeah, it. Yeah, it's just that sheer excess of, and to start off the movie with, with that. And how do you get the monkeys to stay in the cage when they can clearly fit between the gaps in the bars? There's that. Yeah. We went from monkeys to gondolas to... There's something else after the gondolas. And I'm like, what is... The drawbridge. The drawbridge, that's right. I'm like, is this a circus? (laughs) It it, it sort of started off very Sunset Boulevard-y with dilapidation and... Yes, I will continue to name drop movies we've done before that have been influenced <laughs> by this movie because it's very apparent. Where's our list? I'll read it. <laughs> <laughs> maybe not Watermelon Man, but uh <laughs> Well, maybe, I don't know. This is a surely whitewashed movie though. Oh yeah, yeah. Like ridiculously. I'd have to say it's an accurate depiction though. Yeah, that doesn't mean it wasn't conspicuous. No. <laughs> you know? Doesn't mean it's not problematic. Yeah. But it's accurate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm I know I'm ragging on this movie a lot, but I have to because everyone says it's the greatest. I'm like, why? Uh yeah, that's where I'm at. If it's the greatest, it's gotta be like perfect. And it's not. It's not. <laughs> not bad though. No, I am not That's fine. It's it's not the fountainhead. It's definitely not. Fountainhead was just a bad, bad adaptation of Citizen Kane. (laughs) That's my current theory going into it. Um, what do you think? uh, How do you how do you think this is gonna go? How is coming up? What's gonna happen in this? Yeah. Um, I I don't know. I I know that he does not become governor. Well, yeah, I know that the the scandal with his that, quote, that was singer. spread up in the newsreel yeah. anyway. Yeah, the singer in quotes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I thought she was pretty good. Is that the singer? Yeah. Oh, but that's his wife, his second wife. Yes. 
that he met before he divorced the first wife. Oh! But then whose kid was it? First wife or the second wife? First wife is kid. Okay. And then they end up dying. Right. Okay. I'm, I'm with you. After right. the divorce. I don't remember how long after the divorce, but I think he I think married... It's like two weeks, according to that newsreel at the beginning. I, I don't remember how... I don't remember how long it was before she died, but I remember mm-hmm. second wife was two weeks after first wife divorce final. Okay, I'm with you. <laughs> okay. So the singer, in quotes, yeah. is to uh, prove that she's not that great of a singer. Okay. Yep. Okay. So we've established that. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Um, I really don't know what's going to happen aside from finding out that it's a sled. I'm I'm intrigued at what their reaction is going to be when they find out that it's a sled. Yeah, I I honestly don't remember Like the guy who's running around talking to all these people, (laughs) will will he just be like, well, what the fuck? God damn it. I I wasted two weeks. What? (laughs) To Atlantic City, I went... (laughs) That's stupid. What yeah. the hell? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Could, I wish it was abroad. <laughs> uh. um, well, I suppose we'll get to see Xanadu and its more elaborate high life I don't look. know if you could afford the sets. Um, True. It was dilapidated enough. for a reason. We saw it dilapidated for a reason. Good point. <laughs> And as you said, never finished, always already decaying. So I don't think it ever attained the heights that it was intended. Mm, well, that's a nice poetic justice thing there, then. You can't put so much into the greatness of one thing. Yeah. Not just because it doesn't matter, because it will decay in the end anyways, but you got to focus on all the other stuff, too. You can't just build a mountain. Well, apparently... Can't build yeah. a mountain without making a valley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't make an omelet without getting cholesterol. <laughs> or something. While it has Forget been proven that, that eggs contain cholesterol, it has not been proven. <laughs> uh, anyway. Some jerks at the Egg Council got to you, too. <laughs> uh, Alright. All right. Let's finish this greatness test, and we'll see how where the pedestal is the end sounds good high up this pedestal (laughs) (laughs) we'll be back well that was uh yeah um the greatest movie ever no no (laughs) No. i most influential yeah yeah, it is very, very influential. I'll definitely give it that. I don't know if I'd go as far as say the most, but it's up there for sure. Mm, yeah. It's, yeah. A lot of people. Glad we've gotten better at old person makeup. Well, yeah. That uh, half bald cap, whatever. God. That <laughs> the Humpty Dumpty outfit of. Yeah. In the end, that's just what he looked like at the very end of this. Yep. Yeah. I, um, I don't know. <laughs> um, I don't really care for the story. Um, eh. Even the way, it, as it reaches its end, I wish there was more comeuppance for him, I guess. 
just a vindictive person. Kind of, a little bit. <laughs> but, I don't know. It, I think her leaving him was the best he could, the best comeuppance he could get. Like, that was... Kind of. I mean, they do go a little in-depth with him about his sense of love and how he's kind of always lacking it in a way. Yep. And I think that's where the whole opera singer thing comes from is that he got enamored with her and so he loved her and thought everyone else would love her too and so he put her out there and did all these things for her to show off this wonderful love of the world but Yep. It wasn't... He was the only one who saw that. Which was okay, except for him. Mm-hmm. Because like, I like it. Everyone else, else likes has it, to too. like it, too. Yeah. And and it's not that everyone else, else has to. It's that naturally, does. duh, I like it. Yeah. Everyone else likes it, too. Because yeah. we're all the same mindset. Let's ignore that I'm on, up here in my uh, giant unfinished castle with a... Uh, statues still in boxes that I bought 30 years ago and you're working, you know, in, yeah. in the fields. But we think the exact same way. Because why wouldn't yep. we? There's another part in there where he's talking about his, kind of his philanthropy. And yeah. Leland tells him about uh, giving things to the workers and the working class about... Oh, it's yeah. It's not a gift that you're giving people their rights it's not a gift that you are letting them have for a job well done yeah it's not a reward it's their fucking rights yep there are some nice moments in that where they're trying to like pop his little born lucky bubble it didn't matter not really no he still died thinking of his first possession like, and <laughs> don't know what you got till it's gone, I suppose. Uh, but he had it. It was in his giant pile of crap. But he didn't know that, because he had so much crap. Well, that's possible. I'm pretty sure he didn't realize that he had it with him. That it came with, with everything from his mom that he had shipped over. Because he was going to go and look at all the stuff, but then he met Susan. Oh, right, right, right. I doubt he ever actually looked at it. He just trucked it over into the rest of his crap. The key to his happiness was within him all along. But he was too busy (laughs) trying to fulfill it with something else that he never knew that he had it. That's sort of the life lesson to this of, Hmm. you know, you can't keep just filling... That void with other crap. The void. I definitely think Xanadu was a good metaphor for the void. The Xanadu is a void, yes. Um, Um, Large, empty, echoey. Yeah, he thought he needed so much. But in the end, all he wanted was that childhood simplicity. Which he had. Which he had. But he he couldn't see it through all of the... Yeah. Crap he was trying to replace it with. Yeah, he didn't know he had it. Yeah. Don't bring up the void in 2020. We'll just scream into it. Speaking of 2020, the 
when he lost the election, <laughs> the headlines were screaming fraud at the polls. Oh, yeah. That this was... is why journalists shouldn't run for president. <laughs> Not that they've really ever done that before, but. If you own media, you shouldn't be running for I public Hearst office. I thought did, too. He did. He was a congressman oh, he was for a, a couple of years. Really? I didn't yeah. know he won anything. Him and Pulitzer, I believe. And um, Interesting. They, I read up, you know, the Wikipedia on this movie before ah. watching this. It said that it's loosely based on four different guys, mainly Hearst. Yeah. But then bits of Pulitzer... And two business guys in Chicago that were also dicks. Yes. I'm sure. <laughs> One of them was a McCormick who married a mm. Rockefeller. Ah. Yeah. Oh, so that's the president's niece bit. Basically. Because that's essentially. <laughs> yeah. Even though we never had a Rockefeller in the White House, it was. We came close. Yeah. Rockefeller for vice president. Yes, we did. Yeah. Oh, Ford. <laughs> I'm going to pardon Nixon and make a Rockefeller my vice president. Because I'm a man of the people. Do you like football? Hi, I'm Jerry. <laughs> I like movies. <And> nachos? <laughs> oh, Simpsons. Uh, <laughs> Back to Citizen Kane. Do we have to? Mm, I'm going to fill up time, I guess. Um <laughs> All right, I guess. Yeah. I, I liked that whole Declaration of Principles thing. Yes. That when... Oh, you know, yeah. It was a nice thing when he first got the paper, you know, put in yep. his little blurb of this is my... what I want to do here. And, of course, he lost sight of it as he goes along. Yep. And props to Leland for hanging on to it. And then it sending it back with the torn up check. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. That's a total, yep. that's the best, that is one of the best fuck yous in cinema history. Yep, and I would have done this, what Leland did if I was in his position. Of, oh, absolutely. You know, oh, really? You're trying to buy me off? <laughs> well, do you remember, do you remember this? And then, of course, he tears it up. Like, mm. that's, yep. That was we, quite We, we the, knew it, we yeah. knew it. But, yeah, that that is one of the best fuck yous in cinema history. Mm -hmm. I will give it that. This may not be one of the best movies, but that is one of the best fuck yous. Yeah. There's definitely good moments. There's good lines. And it's gorgeous. It is throughout. very well done. The lighting and the camera and, you know, even at the and very the end staging as it's like sailing and... over all of the junk to go to the sled. I it, thought that was really cool. Yeah. It's just the best, one of the best uses of the medium. Mm -hmm. Whether or not I liked what it said, meh. But it said it very well. Yeah. <laughs> There's little bits to gleam from what it said. But overall, it wasn't well executed. I mean, it depends on what message Wells was really trying to get across. I could be misreading it. Altogether. I don't know what he was trying to say this, with you know, that. glorifying of the magnates of our time and the things that they do for us. But also... I thought it was more of a teardown of them. Yeah, there's also shows that side of it. Yeah. It's, I felt it was a little of both. That, yes, these are great, great men, but they're flawed and human, just like us. And that's okay, because they're great. Do so I don't many know great if it said that, they, that, that, that 
I, I, I didn't get that that was okay anywhere in that movie. That him being like that was okay. Well, I got sort of the implication of it. Sort of that whole, oh, rich people are common just like us. You know, the reality TV sort of view of, you know, you see how they are as a person and, oh, they're just like us. Yeah, but I don't think that was used to justify any of what he did. I don't mm. I don't think there was any glorification of being rich and powerful. Mm. I think it was very much It was well I think it was very much a I don't it doesn't matter how rich and powerful you are, you can't buy the things that actually you can't matter. Buy happiness. Basically. Yeah. Basically. Mm. Yeah. And uh how, what what did uh, second wife say? The best way or I she put it so well uh you just tried to buy me into giving you something. Mm, there was you that. You gave me nothing. Yeah. Yep. Just still getting fountainhead vibes of all this, <laughs> like, you know, everyone throngs around this great person and do stupid stuff because well, of the great person. it's represented that people think he's great. Yes. But I don't think it ever paints him as great. True. You're right. Because if you're rich and powerful, you'll get fucking idiots to follow you anywhere. Yeah. But that doesn't mean you're worth following, and I don't think it ever portrayed him as being worth following. Except maybe in the early days when he wrote down the principles and like so he'd start he had potential and then it just he threw it away yeah but now i'm getting on board with you here did what did he ever actually have that potential because before he wrote down the declaration of principles he was already bastardizing that one story about the missing woman in the bronx Mm, that's true it that's true yeah i i've i think you're right i've there was no hope for nope you're right yeah yeah yeah. no i think uh... Yeah. <laughs> Beware of those that put their principles in print. No, instead of just of living by them. Yeah. Yeah. You're right there. Though maybe if you did a few things and then wrote down your principles. Mm. Now I've always been of the mind that it's what other people write that matters. True. Someone else writes down your principles? Your opinion of yourself only goes so far. (laughs) It's what... It only matters as far as you're concerned. Yes. But then your effect on the world is based on what you have done for it and what people think about it. Yep. I think Orson Welles makes good movies but doesn't tell a good story. I think that's the best Mm. way I've ever heard him described. Mm. There you go. (laughs) You're welcome. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I did. I did rather enjoy the last one he did with John Huston that was only recently finished a few years ago. No, I don't know what you're talking about. The it it was a movie about a guy making a movie. It was ridiculously meta and <sighs> actually ultimately very entertaining. I I, I liked it, but <laughs> we're not doing that now. I we'll see that. Yeah. <laughs> I I recommend it. Huh. Are we recommending Citizen Kane, though? Um, If you're a student of film or pop culture... Absolutely. Abso-freaking-lutely. Yeah. 
If you're just a casual movie watcher, eh, there are better ones. Yeah. (laughs) Um, uh, Absolutely uh, necessary if you're if you're a film like buff, though. Yeah, the the artistry. The the artistry and the influence Mm -hmm. are top notch. Yeah, immeasurable. But as a standalone movie. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. It's yeah, it's fine. It's nothing really awful or bad. I'm not angry that I spent the time to watch it. No. It was enjoyable enough. Twice. There's <laughs> you know, things about it that are just kinda or just haven't, you know, survived well over time. Mm, it, yeah. But yeah. it's there are pacing issues, there's yeah. Some of the acting is... Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> like when he turns into a robot to destroy the room. That was... That's a good way to describe that scene. <laughs> yeah. He becomes a Japanese robot in a kaiju film. Just... Yeah. <laughs> and it starts I, slow. I, I think he's pretending to be like old and stiff and geriatric, but it's is not working I... very well. No, I don't... <laughs> get that vibe um, I, 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 his progression of aging throughout this movie is a little weird I'm so glad we've gotten better at old people makeup yeah, seriously how Honestly, they tried to only... age him and didn't work well all of them yeah all of them you're right they, all of the characters that were had a span of time involved yeah until they gave up on Leland like just put a visor and sunglasses on him oh he still had the bad old man makeup Oh yeah, he did. But then they gave yeah, tell they the gave up. And just put glasses on. Just cover it up as best you can. And I, I liked Leland. He was probably one he of was, my favorite. Yeah, characters. he was the best character. He was stand-up sure. guy yep. and tried to infuse realness into Kane's <laughs> life, and it didn't. Yeah, we all need someone like that in our lives. Yeah. All right. I don't think I have anything more. No, I'm good. Uh, yeah, watch it if you want. If you don't want to, don't bother. It's not necessary. Yeah, it's not necessary. All right, though. But, yeah, we'll wrap up here. That'll conclude this edition of Cracker Classics. Be sure to visit us at crackerclassics.com. Follow us on Twitter at Cracker Classics. Find us on Stitcher, Twitcher, Bitcher. Spotify and I did. Spotify, there you go. Got into rhyming. (laughs) Yep. Yeah, let's end it here. Thank you, folks. Bye. Bye.